y'all there. What's up? The gangsters and the hustlers, the sad ah. The culture and the sisters even sad ah. Need to come back, need to come back ah. Need to come back, need to come back ah. The gangsters and the hustlers, the sad ah. The culture and the sisters even sad ah. Need to come back, need to come back ah. Need to come back, need to come back ah. Perfect aim can never miss, but who gon' break the arrow? Uh, they talking sideways, but never walk the straight and narrow. Facts. I think heavy, so I'm taking on the widest low. Uh -huh. I'm trying to level up to balance out the highs and lows. Yes. I talk less to keep my eyes exposed. Watching for the opportunists in your crew, they disguise as foes. Being me makes me different from the rest. Uh -huh. They shouting yeah. out your failures, uh -huh. but whisper your success. Yes. yes. Sometimes I'd rather hit the beach chair and vacay. But then I realize that each year we're payday. Uh -huh. Never will I ever stop, I will be forever hot I'm a Scorsese on the mic with a clever plot More crazy with the flow, I'ma let you tell it Cop the drop for the low just to get you jealous I'm getting way better, and I age better Still remain cool even when they say it's strange weather The gangsters and the hustlers, the sad ah. The culture and the sisters even sad ah. Need to come back, need to come back ah. Need to come back, need to come back, ah The gangsters and the hustlers, they say, ah The culture and the sisters even say, ah Need to come back, need to come back, ah Need to come back, need to come back, ah They saying, let's get it, G-Death They drying off while I'ma get my feet wet Classic J's for the gear, I keep fresh Nobody do it like me Keep sweat, they like live, you got that fire all along But it's hard to hear your truth when you're lying in the song They celebrate the weak but ain't admiring the strong Bring a ruckus when I rhyme but I'm quiet as the storm man. I ain't trying to be a martyr or a slave I was smarter and I change, ain't go harder in my ways Never been bitch, was a starter in my days Ain't trying to be the artist, I'm the carter of the game man. Now my team running, we have the track support Y'all can miss me with the comments it's going back and forth We be the type to pull up on you That's the course But let me chill with my comeback Relaxing floors <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen You could have been anywhere else in the world But you're here with me tonight This is Lyle Johnson The captain of the boat speaking Yeah I got Ebony Eyes in the back zoning out with me Michael Bostick somewhere drinking Henny You know how we do man EDC. This is my comeback year, by the way. The gangsters and the hustlers, they say ah. The culture and the sisters even say ah. Need to come back, need to come back ah. Need to come back, need to come back ah. The gangsters and the hustlers, they say ah. The culture and the sisters even say ah. Need to come back, need to come back ah. Need to come back, need to come back ah. bottles and eight fucking tea bags baby 
we are in for a long discussion over this tea and Hennessy. Welcome to the Chronicles of She. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, when I'm diving into messy tea matters, I'm diving into messy tea matters. Baby, this is just this is all kinds of fucking crazy we got. We got bitches storming the Capitol Hill. A uh, terrorist was killed, and now they're claiming hashtag terrorists are now claiming hashtag say her name when she even when she don't even got it like that. Okay, she was basically praising the monster. She's praising Trump. We got messy marriages on the rise. Rocking wiped out with the babies. Child abuse from reality TV hot mess stars. Mm, 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 mm. We are none other than talking about Trump, Tyrese Gibson, Caesar Emmanuel, and none other than Trump getting canceled from Twitter. Oh. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. You know I'm messy as fuck. I have to. I had to. I've been waiting for that shit. Let's get into the tea over the messy marriage. All right, get your get your cups out, people. Come on, come on, fill that shit up. Come on, tea cups ready. Here we go. This is from All Out Hip Hop. All Hip Hop. Tyrese Gibson's divorce gets ugly over nasty allegations. Tyrese and his estranged wife. Samantha have have made some bad allegations against each other in new court papers as they prepare to divorce. Mm. Singer and actor Tyrese Gibson's divorce is starting to get ugly after refuting allegations suggesting he lost his estranged wife and daughter out of their family home. The Fast and Furious star announced his split from Samantha Lee via Instagram last week, revealing he was grateful for the five years of magic they shared together. Magic. However, court papers reveal Samantha actually pulled the plug on their 2017 marriage back in September and then accused Tyrese of changing the locks on their Georgia home weeks earlier, preventing her from entering with their two-year-old daughter, Soraya. She goes on to claim he cut her off financially, but now Tyrese is fighting back at the allegations, insisting there is no truth to the accusation. In legal documents obtained by TMZ, Tyrese also takes issue with Samantha's demand for $20,000 a month in child support, arguing the figure is unreasonably high. He additionally details the fight which led to their separation, revealing they clashed after he returned home from a movie set in late August. And during the heated three-hour conversation, Samantha threatened to call the police on the star. Tyrese explains he decided to walk out of the house to avoid a confrontation with cops, citing safety fears after multiple public incidents involving police brutality and racially motivated killings of unarmed African-American people. The marriage was Tyrese's second. He was previously married to Norma Gibson, the mother of his 13-year-old daughter, Shayla. Man, seriously, Tyrese cannot keep a fucking marriage, man. First, he's accused of beating up his daughter, and now he's on his second divorce with Samantha, who's claiming that he, she, he kicked her out of the house with their daughter. Now, dude, now I've had a crush on you since your baby boy days, all right? I've had a crush on you since then. But if these allegations are true, 
sorry, that love that I have for you is probably going to get revoked. Seriously, you're going to have to... Somebody needs to give me those documentations because I want to see more of what is going on between this messy, messy, messy situation with him and Samantha. Well, we're about to continue now on to CNN. See if they are more tea to spill with us. Actor and singer Tyrese Gibson has announced that he and his wife, Samantha, have split after four years. Gibson shared the news on his verified Instagram account on Tuesday. In a caption on a photo showing Gibson kissing his wife on the cheek, he wrote that the couple had decided to make the statement of a painful and significant development in our lives. After much thought, consideration, and prayer, we unfortunately have made a difficult decision to officially separate and divorce, the caption read. Our intention is to remain the best of friends and strong co-parents. The couple who married in 2017 are the parents of a two-year-old daughter named Soraya. They feel blessed and deeply grateful for their relationship. And Gibson noted, our journey together has been a ride of both ups and downs, but it's a journey that neither of us would have chosen to take with anyone else. We truly have so much love and respect for each other, he wrote. We both have grown tremendously. Within this relationship, we have shared so many beautiful memories and moments. And we also look forward to see the amazing futures we have ahead of ourselves individually. He said they wanted to keep the energy of the split in 2020 and not take it into the new year. Gibson also later posted a video confirmation of their family accompanied by a song that appeared to be about his wife, whom he referred referred to in the caption as the love of my life. Here's what happens when you post you post like a breakup, separation, or divorce on social media. We're gonna, we're gonna like phone pick the shit out of it. Like seriously, we live in a world where the world has to be in our relationship to basically to decide for our. I feel like social media decides for everybody's relationships. Like, there's no privacy, there's really no, like, like I said, there's no privacy, and there's no, like, like, one-on-one conversation when it comes down to, like, the couple at hand talking with each other instead of, like, letting, like, let's, let's let the world judge for themselves type of mentality. Like, the world, I think, is gonna, like I said, the world's gonna judge for themselves. When it comes down to two people, like, sitting down and talking it over themselves and not basically putting it out to the world like yo we're not going to be together anymore but you stay putting out the basically subliminal messages that you guys still have a connection with one another it's going to be very confusing and also it also can be quite toxic now part of the reason why I never really put my relationship on Facebook Facebook Instagram social media after like my first breakup like when I was in high school is because I felt like the entire Facebook community thing, like when it comes to relationships, it's just, it's toxic, it's petty. And I don't, and I just, I didn't want to be a part of that. Because I felt like my relationship is my relationship and we need to like keep it to ourselves. People are going to, people who we're friends with and our families will be involved, like with our growth and being our friends. But when it comes down to us, like, we choose what we put out there. We choose who we are in the relationship. And sometimes we let the opinions of others take over our relationship to the point where we're not even happy. 
Not in this situation. Well, in this situation, they decided to divorce. But these allegations right here, they could be true. And if they are, like, if I see, if this is some, if this is another fabulous situation where years down the line and we find out that he, he was beating the shit out of her, I'm going to have some, I'm not going to have respect for him. Because point blank end of period, that's just some toxic shit. And that you lock your daughter and your wife out of the house, you ought to be ashamed about that. But it's going to, we're going to see how it unfolds. But think about that, you guys. Like, really, ask yourselves the question, do we let social media basically be the judge of our relationships? Do we? Do we? Ask yourselves that question. I really, I encourage you. I encourage you at the end of this episode to ask yourselves that question. Because I really would love to know. And if you want to send your opinion in, please email me at the Chronicles of She Series. No, Chronicles of She Series at gmail.com. Thank you. Now, first, first, first cup of tea is done. We got the second cup coming, and it is all about Caesar Emmanuel. Black and crew star. Mm. Caesar has always been a bully to me. He bullies his crew. He's a shit tattoo artist from the shit that he put on Miss Juicy Baby's arm. And now he's being accused of being a child abuser. Baby! Seriously? Like, are you serious, Caesar? After all the shit you've done in the past, I really thought you were above actually being abusive towards your own daughter. But it turns out we're wrong. And your daughter is pulling receipts on your ass. This is from HITC Trending. Who is Black in Cruz, Caesar Emmanuel's girlfriend, Suzette? His daughter, Cheyenne, accuses him of abuse. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine about this. She said, like, when the Duchess and Caesar stopped fucking with each other, they stopped dating, that the engagement was off, he changed for the worse. Relationships can't fuck you up, okay? Especially when they're toxic like they were, because... The relationship between Caesar and Duchess, they were equally at fault because she was fucking around and he was fucking around. You both make those choices in that relationship. But after he and Duchess stopped fucking around and you started like having sex with all these other women, it seems like Caesar just falls head first into relationships and he's not putting his business, the people that support him into consideration at all and now his child is saying the same shit after he beat her up and this new girlfriend his new boo babe miss babe whatever whatever the fuck just whatever the fuck she is miss his little his little thought is saying that she's being abused by the both of them i've seen cheyenne on black and crew on black and crew it seemed it seemed like Caesar held his daughter in high regard and that he loved her, that he loved her deeply. The baby girl has a different story. We're gonna get into it right now. Black and Cruz, Caesar Emmanuel, and his girlfriend Suzette are being accused of abuse by his daughter, Cheyenne, who is 16 years old. Here is everything you need to know about Suzette. 
Cheyenne decided to break her silence on social media and accused her father and his girlfriend of abuse. In a series of Instagram stories and videos, Cheyenne opened up about the treatment she received from them. Following this, Suzette also came forward and provided her side of the story. Caesar also released a statement on the same. I saw the video. This girl was... You could tell she had been through all kinds of shit with her dad. She's screaming, she's yelling, and she was calling him out on all types of shit. On what the fuck, he, how he was treating her. And his girlfriend was on the live calling this girl, calling this girl names, saying that she needed to, saying that, oh, I took care of you. I made sure you were good. You were 60 pounds overweight. You were upset that you wanted like $600 weed, but you, but you don't want to wash dishes. So, lady, lady, you you are grown enough to clean your house. Yes, if she needs to help, if she needs to help around the house, that's fine. But when her father comes into the bathroom beating on her, you need to say something instead of just being all, like, uh, taken up for him. Like, for real. Like, for real. You need to check yourself. All right. I'm looking at Suzette right now. Her um, Instagram account is imc.eyes with a Z at the end from Brooklyn, New York. Ah, oh, look at Caesar and his little freaking peanut ass head. Oh my gosh. Like eight months later, a power couple. Both individuals bring something to the table. They learn from each other. They support one another and build together. Thank you for our fierce fire coat, Ed Daniel's leather. Rip. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> power couple goes my ass. Look at look at Caesar's little narrow ass fucking name, motherfucker. Who is Caesar Emmanuel's girlfriend, Suzette? That's what I like to know. Mm. Suzette is a licensed realtor and a credit specialist. She has even shared the testimonials of her clients on her Instagram. Along with this, Suzette also conducts online classes and webinars for people to learn about credit. She often uses her social media platform for advertising. Despite her busy schedule, Suzette does not shy away from showing off her lavish lifestyle. She often posts pictures from the places she lives, places she visits while letting her followers have a taste of her life. Meanwhile, she has often shared pictures with Caesar and is proud of their relationship with him. Proud of her relationship with him. The pair celebrated their eight-month anniversary in September 2020. Well, here we go. Oh, if I had my life to live over again... I find you sooner. Happy birthday, my love. At Suzette underscore at the realtor. Hashtag Black Ink Mogul. Hashtag Caesar Black Ink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going all out for her. Yeah. Oh, she got the she got the new color dress on with the crystals. And oh, oh damn. Woo! Oh yeah, he went all out for his boo. See, okay. All right. Oh shit. Here we go. Yeah, she's a realtor and a credit specialist. Cheyenne in the video called her out for called her out saying that her real estate license is illegal and that she don't have custody of her kids and had the nerve to talk about the girl's poom poom. She was talking about Cheyenne's poom poom, saying that she had to get an STD test. But Cheyenne clapped back and said, "Uh, you're the I get my poom poom checked every." this every month every month I think she said and you're the one that has had to have 
STD test kits. Caesar, Cheyenne, and Suzette's drama explored. Cheyenne accused Caesar of abuse in a series of posts. She alleged that Caesar dragged her out of the shower while she was naked and began to stomp her like a dog in the street. Cheyenne claimed the incident took place three months ago. Later, Cheyenne took to her Instagram live and commented on Caesar and his relationship with Suzette. After slamming her father, Cheyenne claimed Suzette and Caesar had broken down several bathroom doors to get to her. What? What the fuck? Why are you kicking down doors? This is all over some damn dirty dishes that you- This is all over some damn dirty dishes, y'all. That he's kicking down fucking doors. Get the hell- Oh. Let me- Let me finish this. After slamming her father, Cheyenne claims Suzette and Caesar- That Suzette and Caesar had broken down several bathroom doors to get to her while being drunk. At the same time, she revealed they threw a speaker at her head. This resulted in police getting involved. After these claims were made, Suzette came online and revealed her side of the story. Suzette claimed Cheyenne wanted a six, wanted six hundred dollar wage, but was not ready to do any house chores for it. You were fifty pounds overweight when we got you. We had you in the gym on meal plans. You told me you wish I was your mother. She further wrote. Uh, <laughs> okay, mm, bitch, I'm gonna need you to stop talking on this child, like, for real saying, you, you, I, you told me you wish I was your mother, uh, where are the facts, boo, where are those facts, and you still talking on a child, like, you get no respect from me, okay, Suzette even claimed Cheyenne was spoiled and did not do well in school. Following this online feud, Caesar released a statement of his own that read, My daughter Cheyenne and I are not on great terms. However, I would never physically abuse her. I have only done what many parents would have when their child has crossed the line and that is discipline my child. He continued, I love my daughter and she is the only heir to my Black Ink Tattoo Studios. She is just having a hard time adjusting to no longer being the only child and having to share her father. I am doing the best I can to make everyone comfortable in our new blended family. Mmm. Nucka. Nucka, nucka, nucka. Mm. I'm gonna need you to have several fucking seats, bitch, because you stay being a fucking bully. I always thought that you bullied adults, but you you going around bullying children. That girl going on Instagram live, she I I believe I believe Cheyenne has nothing to hide. She got nothing to lie about. She put it all on the fucking table. And this girl's only like what 16, 17 years old. Hashtag Black Ink. Black Ink Crew Caesar Emmanuel accused of putting hands on daughter while she showered. He denies all accusations. The once lovable relationship between Black Ink tattoo owner Caesar Emmanuel and his daughter Cheyenne looks to be a thing of the past. His seat accused him of unnecessary physical abuse, claiming her dad literally put hands and feet on her while she showered because she left dirty dishes in the sink. Cheyenne took to Instagram Live and was visibly traumatized by the situation and went on a passionate rim.
Line them up, shut them down. They saying we run the town. They say that I'm a king, I've never been so motivated Worldwide click, put it down, we the Oakland Raiders Rappers telling lies, they really want to block the haters But I'm on my grind, pushing hard until the cops shake us Homie, it's the bag, I never had the fast though Bank account full, see they asking for a handout Elevator high, laid back on a yacht though Summertime feel, oh I see they wanna fight though Homie, I know goons who will bury you for life though Never really cared about your feelings, you should lay low No spin on this grind day one, you better let them know Seeing what's in front is the way I'm gonna ride the wave Nothing in the past, I reminisce the better days Look toward the sky for the blessings that I'm on stage Look, I love the game, it made me a renegade East New York clips, tell these rappers they should all pray Line them up, shut them down, no really I run the town Got chased to hold me down, the city I want the crown They feel it when I'm around, too really can dumb it down Yo Chase, you hear them now, they saying we run the town Line them up, shut them down, no really I run the town Got chased to hold me down, the city I want the crown They feel it when I'm around, too really can dumb it down Yo Chase, you hear me now, they saying we run the town It's not a secret how I do it, I just get it and go Notes has to be the best, let the industry know Cause the truth is back in business, one taking these hits Cause the truth is like a cell locked down in the pits It's like the game is in my palm in a lyrical sense Cause I feel like Machiavelli never die from these clips I'm having dreams I went to heaven, seen Biggie and Pop It's about time to tell the critics all the violence to stop Now my music's on display for the fans to leak out Information about our lives, crack, show them the route I lead you down that alley, look your brains will leak out Cause the hood is something valid, prepare to move out Cause it's nothing but the jungle, two seconds from hell And everybody want a shot, we rebuilding the rock Cause the industry's in need of an artist that's real That way, if beef was real, I could show you the steel Line them up, shut them down, no really, I run the town Got chased to hold me down, the city, I want the crown They feel it when I'm around, too really can't dumb it down Yo Chase, you hear them now, they saying we run the town Line them up, shut them down, no Really, I run the town, got chased to hold me down The city, I want the crown, they feel it when I'm around Too really can't dumb it down Yo, Chase, you hear me now? They saying we run the town We had some technical difficulties, but we're back on the air now, and we are still talking about the Black Ink Crew mess. Mm, mm, mm. Let me tell you, woo, Caesar is in so much shit, but it is true though. That man isn't partying during a pandemic, and you being accused of child abuse by your child, nigga, you you all the way wrong, and you're not even taking the fucking seriously. Bitch, get the fuck on out of here. All right, as far as Cheyenne's mom, Crystal. She sided with her daughter in the matter and shared this message of support in her Instagram story. No one will ever understand to be woken up at 2 a.m. from my daughter crying that her father beat her. This has psychologically damaged my child. Imagine someone ripping you out of the shower at 16 years old, punching and kicking you because you didn't wash dishes in the sink fast enough. She also added this post for good measure. Mm Mm-hmm. 
it is just a sad situation all around that we are sure will definitely play out on a new Black Ink Crew season. That ain't gonna happen too soon because Black Ink Crew is on hold. After the bullshit that the great Caesar of Black Ink Crew has done, it's not looking good. This nigga, he's got a lot of fucking nerve. He really does. Like I said, Caesar has always been a bully in my eyes. Always. From bullying Puma, dogging Donna, breaking Alex's back, sleeping with Kitty while he was still with Duchess. There's just no way around it. Caesar, you're petty. In after all these after all these years and success in your tattoo shop, you really have not learned anything from your bullshit. I understand you hurt, but same time you brought the shit on yourself. That comment, that really that saying is real. Hurt people, hurt people, and Nick, this nigga stays hurting people. But how could anybody? I wonder how could how could anybody be this this low enough to put hands on their child I started watching um season one of Black and Crew over just over the pen stuff while I was in in quarantine I'm seeing Caesar's attitude like really up front because I was like I was 21 when I started watching Black and Crew but then I started falling off from it but I would still watch the clips on YouTube I still do Caesar really has a shit attitude when it comes to things. When it comes down to how he runs his shop. Because think about it. Do you really even see anybody in that shop doing any tattoo work at all? People are mostly partying. It's just it's just a party tattoo shop. And this new this new tattoo that he's done on Miss Juicy Baby of Little Women Atlanta is not showing his tattooing skills in the best light. Like, seriously, look at this shit. This Oh, nigga. Who in the world would... Miss Juicy Baby, I hope you... I hope you can go... You, um, you plan on getting that covered up because that's not looking good at all. She was celebrating her 49th birthday and she decided to get herself a tattoo. And, oh, good lord... Seriously, this is not, this entire tattoo is a joke. Mm. Little Women star Miss Juicy. Oh, shit. Oh, wait, hold on, y'all. That's a, oh, this is, yeah, let's go to the shade room. We're going to talk on the shade room. Mm. Little Women star Miss Juicy gets a tattoo from Black Ink Crew's Caesar Emanuel, and fans had a lot to say. Celebrating her 49th birthday, Lifetime's Little Women Atlanta star, Miss Juicy, decided to get some fresh ink to celebrate the milestone, and she turned to none of the dense Larry tattoo artist, Cesar Emanuel, to get hooked up. Miss Juicy, who's known for her vibrant personality, got a tattoo to, got a tattoo to represent her hometown of Dallas in VH1's Black and Crew star, Cesar, helped her with her vision. The inspired design featured the word Dallas, along with City Skyline. 
Miss Juicy shared a video of the process as Caesar inked her forearm. She captioned the video, hashtag Miss Juicy, at Miss Juicy RMS, getting that hashtag birthday tattoo by at Caesar Black Inc. It's the hashtag queen, baby. Hashtag birthday behavior. Hashtag queen shit. Oh my God. What the fuck? What the? After, oh my goodness, that is... That is what what in the world? Y'all, this tattoo is just it's shit. After everything got shaded in, Miss Juicy shared the finished product and seemed to be quite content with her tattoo. But some fans were not that impressed with how it came out, and some even turned on Caesar for his work. Miss hashtag Miss Juicy and her got some ink at hashtag Caesar Emmanuel fire emoji. It looks half done. Like, dude, why didn't you the why didn't you put some detail in the, the in the cityscapes? Like, hello. That's not that's not cute. The letters aren't even and the star is messed up. Oh no, one fan commented under Miss Juicy post. Miss Juicy, I love you. But this doesn't look so good. Not trying to make you feel bad about it. It looks like it says Dallas. And the star is crooked. What you can fix. And why, Dallas? You're the queen of ATL, boo. Another rope. I was just thinking that too. Like, you you say you're the queen of Atlanta. Why are you, why, why are you put in Dallas? Some fans even urged her to get a refund. Wait a minute, he need to stop playing. Hopefully it was free, one person said. But while that fan sentiment seemed to be the consensus, not everyone was a critic. Lily from the R&B group SWV let Miss Juicy know that she liked her birthday ink. Hey, if Miss Juicy likes it, when the, that, then that's what all that matters. Want tea directly in your inbox? <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, I didn't mean I did not mean to read that part right there. That was just there. That was just at the bottom of the article, y'all. What the fuck? It does. It looks. I love. I like Miss Juicy. I don't got no problem with Miss Juicy, but this ink right here, I feel like this is just this is just disrespectful to her character. Like Miss Juicy is just she's about class, she's about vibrance, and this is not speaking to her personality. Like, yeah, I really think she should have got a refund for that shit. She happy with the ink, but I'm not. Seriously, that is not good representation of your ink skills, Caesar. <sighs> I'm. Let's see how he talks about that shit. Woo! I bet you anything he gonna get pissed off like say, oh, fuck you. I'm the king. I'm the king. I'm the king of Harlem. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, motherfucker. Bitch, your, your king status got revoked the minute you put your hands on your daughter. Seriously. Fuck that shit. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, mm. Mm. Seems like I'm gonna have to get into more of Black Ink Crew. Like I said, I started rewatching it while I was in quarantine, while this bitch had me on lockdown. And let me tell you, woo! Like that that shot right there is a mess. I love the drama though. I got, I really do love it. Seriously. Ooh. Mm, mm, mm. The cider. Stream it or skip it. Black and Crew on Netflix centers on the crazy antics of the 
my gosh. This. I swear to God, y'all. This situation just got me bugging right now that he can be such a. That this motherfucker had the nerve to freaking. Just to freaking do this to his own child. Mm. Seriously, if y'all want to go smack, go ahead, find Caesar and smack him. I'll text me the address and I'll be there. Yeah, just text me the address. I'll be there. And I'll, 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 I'll fuck Caesar up right along with you. All right. Whew. You don't do a kid like that. And that girlfriend of his, she. We already know she's not going nowhere. It's going to be a bunch of messy breakups and makeups to come. That's if they don't have a baby together. We, are, we already know how Caesar operates. I'm surprised with how many how many women Caesar has fucked. How many women Caesar has has done deed with? And after catching that STD in season, they catch that he caught in season seven. It's surprised that he's not got another woman pregnant. It really is a surprise. Yeah, somebody tell me that. As much as many bodies as this dude has, he has not gotten another woman pregnant. We did have that situation with that one woman who claimed that she's got her sister pregnant, but that was just an accident. We already know that that shit wasn't real, but tell me that. Maybe he does, maybe after that STD scare, he started stocking up on those condoms. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Uh, uh, oh, seriously but dude right now he needs to get his shit together before I'm gonna say that that empire's been crumbling since it opened and he's lost the best tattoo artist in his shop the only person who's the best at tattooing is Bay. Bay can tattoo Alex can tattoo who else is up in that bitch? That um, that new rock guy, he can do it. But as for him, oh wait, no, Puma can tattoo. But as for Caesar, yeah, Doom needs to start like managing his business out more instead of focusing on P U S S Y. All right, get your own shit together, Caesar. All right, we're gonna take ourselves another quick break. Coming up next, got the honey bottles ready. We're going to fuck the capital. You know, some of they talk, they talk like, like you're supposed to give up, like they know better, like you're uh. supposed to stop. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Lord knows I had my share of slips Thought I was getting real love, but it was counterfeit Man, I've been down so many times, feel like I lost a fight But I was put here to inspire with a guiding light I lost so many friends, the road I'm on is unforgiving Was heating up and had too many chefs up in the kitchen They thought they had the recipe on how to win-win But couldn't fix the situations that they put themselves in Had me feeling like I couldn't do it Thought if I wanted it bad enough, I'd be getting to it I'm here outworking everybody, whether friend or foe all that I know is I'm not stopping till the Cassie closed. Been on a mission since I've seen so many niggas die. In they prime and they never get to live their life. We out of time, so I promise I'ma make it count. Never take my gift for granted, never holding out. I keep showing out. Do you believe you can fly? 
Do you believe what you're here for? Then don't believe what they tell you. You want it all, go and get it all. Hell nah, it won't be easy. Hell yeah, you gon' fall hard. Stand tall and you brush it off. You want it all, go and get it all. There's levels I'm chasing, regardless, I'm patient. I see them debating the numbers I'm making. Listen, I made it. Feeling like Keanu in Matrix, the one and they hated. The pressure got them willing to chase it. No limits, let's face it. Born to be like one of the greatest. The corner, no bacon. The passion I possess is not basic. Only just face it, I'm dropping every week and you hate it. Get it, I slay it. The passion of a get up and racing. The really debating. Told you I was moving, that's Jason. The plug inspiration. These vultures in the presence of greatness. Sorry, the numbers, so you can't take away from my thunder. Told you I shifted and turned my whole vibe into winning. Grinding in buildings from lobbies to the staircase, chilling. Nothing was willing to hustle every corner while dealing. That was the feeling, but now I'm on the inside, willing. Playing the villain, LeBron, when the announcement was given. Do you believe you can fly? Do you believe what you're here for? Then don't believe what they tell you. You want it all, go and get it all. Hell nah, it won't be easy. Hell yeah, you gon' fall hard. Stand tall and you brush it off. You want it all, go and get it all. Buckle up, bitches. We going to the motherfucking capital to stomp on these fucking riders and reveal the key and Hennessy on this bullshit. Here we go! Woo! Oh, that shit was quick. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, my goodness. This fucking hot mess. Okay. Mm. Pelosi says House will be received with efforts to remove Trump with urgency. Melania Trump makes first comments on Capitol Hill riots. New Capitol Hill video shows riders beating police officer on steps. Sister, a black woman killed by U.S. Capitol Police in 2013, angered by the response of white rioters. Woman shot and killed storming of U.S. Capitol named as Ashley Babbitt. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, shit. Where do we go first? Where, where, where do you think we should go, y'all, first? Should we go see? Okay, we go on the Capitol Hill, but do, where, where should we, where should we go first? Where, what, what topic should we? Oh, fine. Let's go talk about these officers getting beat up by the riders. Shit. All right. Mm. Oh, you better drink up. Yeah, sit that shit. Come on. This, this is going to be a hard topic to talk about. Okay. New video from the Capitol instruction shows riders beating a police officer on the Capitol Hill steps. CNN has reached out to D.C. Metro Police for comment on the video and to determine whether or not the officers sustained injuries. Wolf Blitzer has more. Oh my gosh. Okay. They talk about Black Lives Matter groups being violent. But, okay. um, Okay, Trump supporters, uh, well, this is your group. See, we only want to be, we don't, we keep it respectful. Y'all are just some fucking savages. Like, look at all you, look at all you beasty ass motherfuckers up in this bitch. Just acting like straight animals. Y'all need to get the fuck over it. Trump is gone. He is no longer president. The nigga is gone. He's leaving. And he, you can't even get him on Twitter no more because he's a dumbass bitch. 
Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. And he intag- he was antagonizing Twitter. That obviously Twitter just said, you know what? This is the final straw. This bitch is getting on our last nerves. He needs to fucking go. 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 Ah, he needs to fucking go. He needs to fucking go. He needs to fucking go. Ah. Oh shit. Okay. Now now I'm getting too ratchet. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is from the Guardian. Pelosi says House will proceed with efforts to remove Trump with urgency. The House is prepared to launch impeachment proceedings against Donald Trump as early as this week if if Vice President Mike Pence and the cabinet refuse to remove him from office for his role in inciting a mob that carried out a deadly assault on the seat of American government. The House Speaker Nancy Pelosi delivered the ultimatum in a letter to colleagues on Sunday night and that described the president as an urgent threat to the nation. We've been trying to tell you this since he got in that house. But I'm going to chew your ass out at the end of this article. On Monday, the House will move forward with a non-binding resolution that calls on Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment and strip Trump of his presidential authority. If the measure fails to receive unanimous support, as it is expected, the House will vote on the resolution on Tuesday. Pence and Pelosi said would have 24 hours to respond. Next, Pelosi said the House will proceed with bringing impeachment legislation to the floor, though she did not specifically, though she did not specify an exact timeline. Top Democrats have suggested that the House could begin proceedings as soon as midweek, with a Senate trial delayed, possible for months, as so as not to distract from Joe Biden's agenda. In protecting our Constitution and our democracy. <laughs> democracy we will act with urgency because this president represents an imminent threat to both, she wrote. As the days go by, the horror of the ongoing assault on our of our, on our democracy <laughs> perpetrated by this president is intensified and so is the immediate need for action. Pelosi noted urgency was required because Trump was due to leave office on January 20th. She explained that the resolution called on tense to convene and mobilize the cabinet to activate the 25th Amendment to declare the president incapable of executing the duties of his office. Oh, good. Jake Sherman, new at Leader Hoyer, is asking for consent for the 25th Amendment bill tomorrow, and then the House will move to impeach Trump. Why don't you, why don't you just get the motherfucker out now? Under the procedure, the vice president would immediately exercise powers as acting presidential, she wrote. On Sunday, Pelosi told 60 Minutes Trump was a deranged, unhinged, dangerous president of the United States, adding that he has done something so serious that there should be prosecution against him. Pence is not expected to take the lead in forcing Trump out. Although talk has been circulating about the 25th Amendment option for days in Washington, Earlier, it had been speculated that House Democrats could try to introduce articles of impeachment as early as Monday. One toted strategy was to condemn the president's actions swiftly, but delay an impeachment trial in the Senate for 100 days. That would allow President-elect Biden to focus on the other priorities as soon as he is inaugurated January 20th. Jim Claiborne, the third-ranking House Democrat, and a top Biden ally laid out the ideas on Sunday as the country came to grips with the siege at the Capitol by Trump. 
loyalists trying to overturn the election results. Let's give President-elect Biden the 100 days he needs to get his agenda off and running, Clyborne said. The push of the House Democrats came after the office of the Colorado Democratic Representative Jason Crow released a readout of a call in which Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy indicated that the Department of Defense is aware of further possible threats posed by would-be terrorists in the days up to including Inauguration Day. According to the readout, McCarthy said the Pentagon was working with local and federal law enforcement to coordinate security preparations for January 20th. Crow, a former U.S. Army Ranger, said he had raised grave concerns about reports that active duty and reserve military members were involved in the construction and asked that troops deployed for the inauguration are not sympathetic to domestic terrorists. The readout said McCarthy agreed and he was willing to testify publicly in the upcoming days. On Sunday, Republican Senator Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania joined colleague Lisa Murawski in Alaska in calling for Trump to resign and go away as soon as possible. I think the president has disqualified himself from ever certainly serving in office again, Toomey said. I don't think he is electable in any way. Morawski, who was long voiced for exasperation with Trump's conduct in office, told the Anchorage Daily News on Friday that Trump simply needs to get out. Third Republican Senator Roy Blunt of Missouri did not go that far, but on Sunday he warned Trump to be very careful in his final days in office. Corporate, corporate America began to tie its reaction to the Capitol riots by tying them to the campaign contributions. Citigroup said it would be pausing all federal political donations for the first three months of the year. City's head of global government affairs, Candy Wolf, said in a, in a Friday memo to employees, we want you to be assured that we will not support candidates who do not respect the rule of law. House leaders, furious for the instruction, appear to determine, appear determined to act against Trump despite the short timeline. Another idea being considered was to have a separate vote that would prevent Trump from ever holding office again. That could potentially only need a simple majority vote of 51 senators. Unlike impeachment, in which two-thirds of the 100-member Senate was must support a conviction. The Senate was set to split evenly at 50-50, but under Democrat control, once Vice President-elect Kamala Harris and the two Democrats who won Georgia's Senate runoff elections last week are sworn in, Harris would be the Senate's tie-breaking vote. The FBI and other agencies are continuing their examination of the circumstances of the instruction, including allegations that the Pentagon officials loyal to Trump blocked the deployment of National Guard troops for three hours after officials called for help. We couldn't actually cross over the border into D.C. without the okay, and that was quite some time coming, the Republican governor of Maryland, Larry Hogan, told CNN. Eventually, I got a call from the Secretary of the Army asking if we could come into the city, but we had already been mobilizing. We already had our police. We already had our guards mobilized, and we were just waiting for that call. Okay, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Because we've been telling you, we've been telling y'all from the beginning that this man is some, has been on some bullshit. 
and the bullshit still continues to get even out of hand. I'll look at that broken window over there. Shit. Oh man, that must be where that lady just where those just where those where the Trump supporters kicked it in. Oh yeah, y'all. And a late one of the one of them, the one of the people, one of the women that broke that window, she died. She was shot and killed. This is from US Congress. Woman shot and killed storming of US Capitol named as Ashley Babbitt. Police shot Babbitt, 35, a military veteran and Trump supporter, reportedly as she tried to break through the door. The storming of the U.S. Capitol by a pro-Donald Trump mob has been named as 14-year veteran of the U.S. Air Force and of four foreign military tours, including to Iraq and Afghanistan. Ashley Babbitt, 35, had traveled to Washington, D.C. from San Diego. Her husband told the local news station KUSI, adding that she was a passionate Trump supporter. Three other people died from medical emergencies during Wednesday's siege of the Capitol, according to the Washington Police Chief Robert Conti. Conti has confirmed to reporters a woman was shot by a Capitol, is by Capitol Police, a federal law enforcement agency responsible for protecting the U.S. Congress, but has not released further details. Less than a day before she joined the Trump loyalist protest, Babbitt of an avowed and public Trump supporter, as well as subscriber to a number of eight ALT rights conspiracy theories, have vowed the instruction movement could never be halted. Nothing will stop us. They can try and try and try, but the storm is here and is descending upon DC in less than 24 hours, dark to light, she wrote on Twitter. Babbitt, 35, was reportedly shot as she and other writers tried to break through a barricaded door in the building where Capitol police officers were armed on the other side. On video footage circulating on social media, a single gunshot is heard during an attempt to storm the barricaded door. Other footage shows police attempting to perform emergency first aid on a woman lying on the floor bleeding. Babbitt was taken to the hospital with a gunshot wound but was later pronounced dead. On Twitter, Babbitt described herself as a veteran and a libertarian. Her social media account is filled with declarations of support for Trump and condemnation of November's presidential election, which Trump lost. Babbitt also apparently supported many of the conspiracy theories shared by the ALT right groups, including one about a vast network of high-profile and powerful pedophiles. She regularly retweeted the conversational lawyer and conspiracy theorist Lynn Wood, a high-profile Trump supporter who was litigated several of the president's failed lawsuits contesting the election results. She had also called on Vice President Mike Pence, who has still, who has still split, who has split with Trump in refusing to oppose the certification of Joe Biden's election win. She resigned and faced charges of treason. Babbitt's mother-in-law, Robin Babbitt, told the New York Post, I'm numb, I'm devastated, nobody from D.C. notified my son and we found out on TV. Everything was just pretty surreal, Babbitt's brother-in-law, Justin was quoted saying, as saying, it's hard because we haven't been officially notified. One of the other people who died on Wednesday was Kevin D. Greeson, 55, from Alabama, who had a heart attack outside the Capitol building. His widow, Christy Greeson, told the New York Times that he had been excited to attend the rally believing the election had been stolen. At least 65, no, at least 56 Washington police officers were injured and Conti said. 
One was taken to hospital after being dragged into a crowd and assaulted. Another suffered significant facial injuries after being hit by a projectile. Conkey said at least 68 people have been arrested. One of those people were from Washington and eight were women. Conkey said his department was working to identify and hold each and every one of the violent mob accountable. We have collected numerous images of persons of interest that we are asking the community to help us identify, he added. A cooler packed from Malo TV cocktails was also found on U.S. Capitol grounds. Police recovered two pipe bombs at the Democratic National Committee and Republican National Committee offices. The mayor of D.C., Washington, D.C., Muriel Bowser, declared a citywide public emergency until January 21st, the day after Biden's inauguration as president. Bowser called the attack on Capitol an affront on our American democracy and urged city residents to abide by the city's curfew. I urge anyone who is not in place in your home or your hotel, and if you need to cause trouble in the streets of D.C., you will be arrested, she said. Bowser said Trump held ultimate responsibility for violent protests. We saw an unprecedented attack on our American democracy incited by the United States president. He must be held accountable. His constant and divisive rhetoric led to the apparent actions we saw today. Uh-huh. And then he twisted it around, saying, no, everybody, please, this is not right. You knew what you were doing. And as for Ashley Babbitt's family, I'm sorry that you that you lost your daughter. I'm sorry. But y'all, this right, but when people are, right now, people, social media, Trump supporters are up in social media saying, hashtag, say her name, like, no don't do that you did not create that and obviously you're now trying to capitalize off of what black what us black people have suffered with since 2013 okay don't do that don't and we got another we got another death sister a black woman killed by u.s capitol police angered by response to white riders Carrie's younger sister, Miriam Carey, was fatally shot by Capitol Police and U.S. Secret Service officers more than seven years ago after leading officers on a high-speed chase near the, near the White House. Carey said the restraint shown by Capitol Police on Wednesday was a stark contrast to how the same police agency treated her sister, a 33-year-old dental hygienist. To see this disparity in the treatment of individuals who have no respect for our nation's capital vandalizing and actually committing assaults and they get to walk away unharmed and not even arrested, Perry said. It's hurtful. Perry's frustrations are being echoed across the country by black Americans fed up with a double standard that allowed white writers to leave the capital largely escaped. The response has been compared to the force police use on black people such as Miriam Carey that often ends in death, serious injury or arrest. Notably, during Black Lives Matter protests last summer, Police fired rubber bullets and tear gas at demonstrators, calling for racial and racial justice, and made thousands of arrests. Washington police said they made area arrests related to Capitol riots, and the majority were were for violating the mayor's 6 p.m. curfew. Images of police letting rioters through the Capitol gates, escorting them 
down the Capitol building steps and taking selfies with them has sparked outrage among Black people. Carrie, a retired New York City police sergeant, said the Capitol riots demonstrate that many white people don't live with the same fear of police violence as Black people. Mm-hmm, they don't. They were treated with entitlement, and it's ridiculous. We all know, we all know, had it been a black person or a brown person, that a situation would have been different. Terry said the police response reflects a systematic issue with law enforcement. Some police are either racist or dealing with culture shock and don't know how to interrupt with black people, she said. In Miriam's case, Valerie Terry said she does not believe police were justified in shooting her sister, whose one-year-old daughter was in the back seat. The child was unharmed. The October 3, 2013 case incident began when Miriam drove up to a White House checkpoint and was approached by a Secret Service officer. She made a three-point three-point turn, striking an officer who was trying to move a barricade into her path and drove away. Police said the car sped down Pennsylvania Avenue toward the Capitol where security vehicles stopped it at Garfield Circle. Carrie put the car in reverse, hit a police car, and drove away as officers fired at her. The chase ended when Carrie crashed into a security barrier a few blocks away. She died after being shot five times by police. There were no criminal charges filed against officers involved. Carrie said the destruction rioters caused at the Capitol this week was far worse than Miriam Carey fleeing police. Valerie Carey said Miriam may have been panicked when she encountered police, but she was unarmed and she did not pose a threat. At best, Valerie said Miriam may have committed a traffic infraction. They are not fucking protesters, they're fucking terrorists, said NBA star Draymond Green on the U.S. Capitol construction. My sister didn't breach security. She made a U-turn and she was ultimately gunned down, Terry said. There shouldn't have been a chase to begin with, Terry said. Miriam suffered postpartum depression after having her baby in 2012, but she said her sister was mentally stable at the time of her death. Many independent law enforcement and criminal law analysts have told CNN that under the fast-moving circumstances and high security zone, the officers were right to fire shots since they did not know if the driver was violent or potential terrorist. At the time of the shooting, then Washington Metropolitan Police Chief Kathy Lehner said that the officers of the Capitol Police and Secret Service acted with commonly accepted use of force and policies and practices in reaction to an intentional series of violent acts. Valerie said she hopes the Capitol riots bring a renewed focus on the unjust treatment of Black people by police. This year, Carrie said she will be fighting for the investigation into Miriam's death to be reopened. She wants the police who killed her to be held accountable. I am praying that 2021 is just the year we get some sort of resolution and get justice for my sister who is no longer here, she said. Melania Trump makes first comments on Capitol Hill riots. In a statement released Monday morning, First Lady Melania Trump expressed her condolences for lives lost in last week's Capitol riot, saying she was disappointed and disheartened. She condemned the violence and called for calm. NBC Chief White House correspondent Kristen Welker reports for today. 
First Lady Melania Trump has released a statement condemning the riot at the U.S. Capitol and calling people to stop the violence and rise above what divides us. Trump released a lengthy statement Monday titled, Our Path Forward, in her first comments since pro-Trump writers stormed the Capitol building on January 6th. I am disappointed and disheartened with what happened last week, she wrote. I find it shameful that surrounding these tragic events, there has been salacious gossip and warranted personal attacks and false misleading accusations on me from people who are looking to be relevant and have, been, have an agenda. This time, this time is solely about killing our country and its citizens. It should not be used for personal gain. President Donald Trump's initial comments online about the attack, including a video in which he continued to push conspiracy theories about the election and told supporters who left them, were removed on January 6th from Twitter and Facebook. We both, with, this, with both platforms citing a violation of policies for inciting violence, he released the video online a day later, calling the riot at the Capitol a heinous attack, and said, was outraged by the violence, lawlessness, lawlessness and mayhem. On January 7th, Facebook banned Donald Trump for at least the remainder of his presidency. Twitter firmly suspended his account on January 6th. The first lady also said she is praying for the families of Ashley Babbitt, Benjamin Phillips, Kevin Greeson, and Roseanne Boylan, a group of pro-Trump writers who died at the scene, as well as Capitol Police officers Ryan Sicknick, who died from his injuries, and Howard Libingold, who was part of the response and died off duty on Saturday. Our nation must heal in civil manners, she wrote. Make no mistake about it. I actually condemn the violence that has occurred on our nation's capital. Violence is never acceptable. The violent mob storming the Capitol came shortly after a nearby rally in which President Trump repeated his baseless claims that the election won by President-elect Joe Biden had been stolen from him. He also urged the crowd to fight like hell. It is inspiring to see that so many have found a passion and enthusiasm in participating in an election. But we must not allow that passion to turn to violence, Melania Trump wrote. Our path forward is to come together, find our commonalities, and be the kind and strong people that I know we are. She also called the fractured nation to peacefully come together. I implore people to stop the violence, never make assumptions based on the color of a person's skin. All or use of different political ideologies as a basis for aggression and viciousness, she wrote. They must listen to one another's focus on what unites us and rise above what divides us, she concluded by asking for healing, grace, and understanding and peace for our nation. <sighs> I'm surprised I'm not drunk like that. We've been telling y'all this shit from the day he got into that house. And for him to be as callous to incite a riot and then claim I didn't have anything to do with it, it shows that he's a sociopathic bastard. Like, for real. You are responsible for the deaths of those people that were killed. I'm not the end how police choose to deal, like, I'm, like, the double standard when it comes to, like, like, police peaceful protesting and rioting, we're, as black people were attacked for protesting, but when it comes to white people protesting, it's like, oh, go right ahead, it's okay, we'll let you in gleefully, it's bullshit. Many people, 
so many black men and women have lost their lives to police violence. And for real, that one, Miriam Carey did not deserve to be shot. She, she, she honestly just made a small traffic infraction. All you had to do was just get her out of the car and speak to her and do your work appropriately. That doesn't give you the right to shoot her. I'm serious. This is act accordingly. But you probably won't take me seriously. I'm just another black woman to you. Someone to be shot. You honestly make me sick. And I hope they never let Trump back on Twitter or Facebook again. His, but his influence is still going to be out there. And there are still people as crazy as fuck to follow his example. We're in World War Three here. But it's what we choose to do with this war that will that judges our outcome. Okay, y'all? And I'm going to make sure. I'm going to make sure. If my name is this show, is not The Chronicles of Sheep, that I keep speaking out the truth about this and this motherfucker. And about cases that deserve to have justice. Because we... We got my girl Lynette Fox coming on here soon to talk about that. To talk about what happened to her son, Jesse. And baby, it's a lot. Alright, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this little trip. Capital. Hope you enjoyed the bottles I provided and the teacups that I filled for you. This has been the Chronicles of She. I will see you next Friday. Peace out. Let's do this.